moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. twinkling lights <laughs> are all around me from the chain of lights that I've put or woven around my plants on the heater right in front of those huge windows I have. And because those windows have many layers of glass, there are many dimensions and of the reflections of those lights. So I have many, many, many more. And outside it's dark, it's the new moon. Far away, I can see the stars, but in a way, those lights create the stars or brought the stars very close to me. And I just love that. It's this vibrancy kindles excitement and creativity within me. Hello, I welcome you to the Moving to Oneness podcast. I'm Mylene Elke, and today we have a sponsor. Magic mind. Wow, it's the productivity shot and I will talk about it more. I'm so honored. <laughs> and it's fitting today because why? And those sparkles, why? What is special? So this new moon in December, 12th, 13th, wherever you are, it invites you to live your vision. I mean, the whole planetary, the cosmic energies are doing that. And as you know me, I've been speaking about and inviting you to live who you are, to live all of your facets and to bring onto this planet now at this time. And it's going to be really important over the next year where you can bring your magic <laughs> to the world, right? Why are you are here? What purpose do you bring? Hmm? So for me, I bring the purpose of a beauty, to see the beauty in everything that exists, really the absolute beauty. Very simple. So I go through the world seeing the vibrancy of plants, of animals, of the skies, of human beings, of people I work with people I see on the internet, things I read about, whatever people are producing, services or products, I see the beauty in it. So what do you see? What do you bring? I ask again. It is important to, to know it. So take your time, jot it down, contemplate, sit in the sun, sit in the moonlight, Warm yourself, sit at the ocean, look into the distance, sit on your couch where it's nice and cuddly, lie on the grass, look into the sky, whatever works for you. Listen to beautiful music, right? Listen to 101 Hertz, it's the divine. I mean, really every beautiful music brings some. 
magical sounds to you that support you in being who you are, supporting me in being who I am, and supporting all of us in being who we are and what we are. It's really interesting, yeah, this chain. been studying much about the uh, uh, DNA, and it's such more, much more expansive, yeah? Many of you are connected to the star nations. We carry a lot of those crystalline structures even within our DNA. And we're moving into a time where all of those are activated and you feel that there's a much stronger complexity to us. And that's why sometimes we feel the longing to understand of what is in this cosmos, why we look into the sky at night and look at the twinkling of those stars. Isn't there this beautiful song? Twinkle, twinkle, little star. <laughs> exactly. It's a forever that lived in, in the US or England or Australia. It's a children's song. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, I wonder what you are or why. I can't remember so much anymore, but I do remember one thing when I sang it, when I do, did know all the text, <laughs> that my son fell asleep. He calmed down within seconds. That song has something special to it. So look it up. Ooh, who wrote that? I'm going to look it up and put it in the show notes the text, or maybe, you know, sometimes because it's an older song, sometimes a poet wrote it and someone else put the music to it. And it must be in a person who's very connected to the sacred sound, to the sound of the cosmos. Because why are children reacting to it? They're so open, they're so fine-tuned, they're connected, they sense the truth and the purity so in those sounds, in those tones, in that text, in those words, it's beauty. <laughs> uh, it's amazing. I never know where it goes. Start opening my mouth and whatever comes through of what knowledge to touch you in your heart so it ignites, begins to shine stronger and stronger, that the flame gets bigger if you want to see it as a flame. But often I just see it more as a, not an opening, but as the particles of the heart and everything surrounding the heart, your skin, our bones, the skeleton, right, that they expand more and more and that the light that you bring in through your cosmic line and through your earth line, energy lines, light lines, <laughs> right? The end energy is light. And you mix it all up in a beautiful ball, as I sense it. See, it's like uh, these many, many different spirals coming together and creating this beautiful pulsing ball. And that light shines out 
from your heart. But the interesting part is, and I've been thinking about this a lot, the light also comes back to you into the same. It's not only that you are sending out the light and the wisdom that you have created or exchanged with that came into your body, but it is also going out and then you're inviting in light of your surrounding, of newness. So in each moment, there is an exchange. We're beings of constant exchange, always in movement, always in movement. And we're getting more comfortable in being a flexible, observing how we feel and adapting and expanding so that wherever we feel tightened, condensed, we put our focus, you put your focus, I put my focus and invite the particles to go into their, in a way, radiation and also in their pulsation and vibration that is true to them. And then the space is created, wider space, and that it can shine right out and touch. So light touches a plant. Looking to my left, I see a beautiful yucca plant that has been growing now there for the last few years extremely well, though it's dark. But the love that it gets from everyone who lives in this house and that light that does come in from the sunlight, the moonlight, it touches it, invites it to shine, to grow, to blossom. And the same thing happens to you. You are invited to shine, to grow, to blossom. And we're moving into the 2024. <laughs> it is the year of nine, of growth, new beginnings. Now, not really, I wouldn't even say new beginning, but new fine-tuning so that you really follow your intention to act on why you're here on this earth, to bring into fruition, to create. So I invite you to use your hands again more. If it's writing, if it's woodwork, if it's uh, knitting, if it's cooking, if it's making clothes, if it's making furnishings, building a house, jewelry, and the list goes on, paintings, <laughs> music, <laughs> right? But put into that work up now, from this moment on, the intention that even it expands, glows, radiates the wisdom of you, of the cosmos, of the material world, of the non-material world, and that it touches Anyone who it touches, that light touches then people as well. And also brings a lightness to them. So use your products or your services as medicine. And as you create it, as you write about it, if it's copy for an internet site, if it's words for a book, put the intention and the love in there that it magically touches 
that they can, whoever eats it, touches it, wears it, uses it, creates with it, can feel that vibration of intensity and can inhale it in a way, like, and feel good and exhale and go into exchange. And we never know when it happens. It can be in a minute, in a year, in a month, in an hour, in a decade, in 100 years. Think about huge buildings around the world, temples, trees that are ancient, or even trees that have turned into stone. You touch them, you feel something and go through your whole body. You inhale, you pull in its energy, its light, its purpose, its intensity. It makes you feel lighter. Now, it's so beautiful. It's the weight, right? It takes away weight from you when you feel connected, when you sense truth in the words of something you read, in the words someone speaks, in the color that is utilized, in the love, in the pure intention someone has. And this is going to be very important over the next few years, how fine-tuned you become in seeing that. And you're going to use much more those things that are really made for you so you can grow in a way less waste. You're not going to be attracted to things that are not for you. You're going to let them be at the side and set that intention as well. So it intensifies uh, the direction and it supports you in faster being who you are and bringing what you are here to bring to the world. We're speaking about uh, the nine. So shamanically, we, you know, you heard me speak about intent comes before you create the intention and there are nine pieces to intent you really go into the mystic structures of it so you are also asked and i'm inviting you who will bring sounds for you to be really to create yourself more of how you want to create yourself because that's important that you concentrate now especially now in the winter time, in the season of winter on this North Hemisphere. <laughs> Go in and digest and feel what's missing. Let yourself be nurtured. In the Southern Hemisphere, you're more out there, but you're also fine-tuning because you're going to prepare production more in the fall when that is coming for you as for here on the north side where i'm speaking of from in germany <laughs> it will be then in spring that flourishing out but you need this strength to come out of the ground it's like the seed that it when it is underground it needs some time to settle in to feel its environment get nourished by the um, water by the minerals by the bacteria before it has this explosive boom. Yeah. <laughs> but it's similar with the ignition. When you ignite something, or even if you think about a motor, boom, it's this extreme strength and power that you are developing for yourself to 
about or to open up the seed is going to open up its two sides, right? And out in the middle, something can grow and it moves up slower or faster depending of what it is, what kind of species or intention it is to bring. Because the intention, what you're going to bring is for all of us. Because it touches all of us. It goes around this world and beyond. It touches nature. It touches animals. So think about all of this. This oneness. This one sound. This one light. In what We understand each other. We're connected. Can you... Oh, I love it at the moment. I can feel... Ah, strength it's not strength but i feel all these particles that are coming and moving together it's like when you're bringing your hands together you don't touch but you create this energy ball if you have played with that before right you bring in energy from around you you bring it in front of you to center in between your hands you create this energy ball and you can notice as you take one hand invite other energies and lights to come in and create more of that light how it gets beautifully dense and filled. And that you then, you can throw it, you can hand it over to someone. You can throw it really, really far so it lands and it's like a light ball. It's a poof. <laughs> and then an explosion of light. It's fun, isn't it? And this is important to keep, to keep the fun, this excitement. And sparkling in light, there is this excitement, this curiosity, and in a way also it creates courage. And courage is so beautifully, right? It's the word of the heart, the cur. If you look at the French, Latin, it involves the heart opening. And that is where enlightenment, right? Shining. If you look at pictures from all the avatars or whatever, it starts in the heart. It's how we connect the heart-to-heart -heart connection. More and more you're hearing about the importance of the heart and that the heart is its own, that it is like a brain. It's being considered like a brain carrying knowledge. Yes, because it is connected to everything. It's so beautiful that we are finally at a point where science caught up to the shamanic, to the mystic world, and it says yes to all these things we've been speaking about, and they can show it now in a scientific way. It takes a lot of doubt, takes a lot of worry away, takes a lot of confusion away, brings clarity. And it's in a way for you, for me, and for many of us, we can exhale, we can just, yes. I always knew this, but I thought I was the only one. And again, more and more people, <laughs> we're finding each other where we belong to. The communities of like-minded people is growing. In your life, you may notice that as well. So and this light is light, but you need, in a way, to dissolve this density because... Too often I've heard that people have to shield, especially empathic people, to shield yourself. And I invite you there too. You know, those shields are heavy. They're out of metal. If we use a metaphor of a knight, yeah, and uh, 
that weight they have to carry. And there again, as we open the heart, but practice maybe in, in little small steps, if that is too big for you in the moment, to maybe first to put that swore, that shield down, right? Because holding that needs strength, energy that maybe you can put somewhere else and utilize it for creating. And how about this? You expand your body, your particles. You invite them to open up and go in communication, go into relationship with the energies that are coming toward you. And if you expand enough, they can just fly right through you. <laughs> and if you're interested in some areas, you tighten and you go into communication with those parts of whatever is flowing through you, of that light, and you can invite it to stay or not. And there is where you take, in a way, a little bit of responsibility of what you want to do. And it is a little hard because of thousands of years you were trained not to, or we as a human beings, especially I would say here in the Western world, we are trained not to trust ourselves, not to create ourselves, right? To obey, to tighten, uh, to not taste, to barely be able to breathe, wearing clothes that uh, or corsets. Yeah, and now we're learning to open up again. And so then you don't need so much energy. This energy that you had to use to hold up that heavy shield. I mean, just try to make a fist and tense up and like imagine try holding one and you become rigid and it's really no fun. <laughs> and then if you exhale and said, yeah, I'm curious how it is if everything can fly through and it doesn't touch me unless I invite it. Wow. Then you can also stay longer in an expanded state because also fear dissolves. And it is really just because we don't know what's coming and unknown and how do I react to the unknown. You're a wise being. You will always react beautifully <laughs> to the unknown in my eyes. And maybe you believe the same thing. <laughs> yeah, and, and at the beginning, as you change your your energy as you work in or in meditation or you practice expanding and it's easy to expand the trees help you just connect to a tree that's a little further away and go in relation with it then maybe uh, with another tree on the other side before you or behind to the ground and you practice going in and out and sending your energy in and out, right? Your energies come out of your fingers, out of your center of your palm, of the center of your foot, out of your toe. I mean, we hold energy. I mean, we can, it's, it's like a ball. Your whole being is like a ball. Take it from a, you know, a, a table tennis ball to a tennis ball to a volleyball, basketball, beach ball, bigger ball. And maybe not even a ball form anymore. Just don't even hold a form. Just let it flow out. as the light that comes to you that flows out. Maybe that it will be a little tiring. So sleep a little bit longer. Eat natural and healthy things. And that's where we'll come back to magic mind, the productivity shot. It's a small 
little bottle where it is contained in. It's about two floating ounces. That is about 40 milliliters of greenness. So it has a beautiful, vibrant color. It has 12 magical ingredients in it, organic, to boost your energy and focus, to cross procrastination. But all of you don't have that anymore because you know that you are creators. <laughs> you have the ability to create. And it elevates mental clarity. Yeah? It has matcha in it. So for you, maybe be sensible to a caffeine. Maybe start with a few sips. It tastes a little bit like grapefruit. So, but the matcha brings you a lot of energy and then vitamins for immunity. And there are mushrooms in it and aloe vera. Ah, many beautiful things. So go to the website magicmind.com. Yeah. And as we're talking about the heart, I mean, it's typical that that came up, is that the founder, right, he had heart problems, a heart condition. And the doctors invited him to take less caffeine in. And so he found, or it's went on a search to find, I should say, new ways. And it took him a decade to really find this. I mean, you can drink it pure. You can put it in almond milk or expand it with your smoothie. You can drink it cold. That's how it came to my footstep. Cold, I tried it right away. And also in room temperature, so it holds. It looks a little bit algae and green. And, and the green is the health for us, right? So I was talking about 2024. So wearing something green, drinking something green, eating something green. So this will give you in a quick shot. And again, some of you are very sensitive. Start slow. I gave it to a few of my friends. Some reacted a little bit. Uh, higher blood flow in the body. They could hear it. Activate the body, but then shut in the focus and the action. As I was saying, we're going more into action and doing. And then even <laughs> my one friend, the procrastination about one thing she was doing disappeared. She did it. So thank you to A Magic Mind. Try it out. See what it creates in your world. And I'm going to keep on using it myself. So I can speak about the long-term effects. And I love that to have something new that invigorates me. And it's so beautiful. He's creating something for many people. He used what he needed for himself and brought it out into the world. So what do you have that you bring out to the world? Oh, good idea. We'll have him on the show one day. Yeah, what else can provide energy to you? Going outside, leaning against plants where it's warm, lean on the soil, see, lean on a boulder. Lie in the water if you have an ocean close by, maybe a lake. For us, it's a little cold, but the Finnish and the Nordish, they jump in the winter in the ice-cold water because it invigorates, right? So movement, dancing, 
nourishes you. You become, again, also more flexible because flexibility, we create more. But then also you need less food. So more lightness and brightness is in you, in your body. You need less food. So it's also good as a sustainable mm, <laughs> action. Yeah, so we don't have to deplete our beautiful blue planet, our beautiful earth, and give the plants a chance to recuperate. So many things we didn't understand in history of the complexity. Luckily, it's going there even, right? Many scientists are connected now, more open, and they're letting flow in and test what they hear when they're connected from all the light beings <laughs> in our cosmos. So also look who's around you, who can support you, who's going the right way. Invite those people into your field, into your environment, into your home. Give people a chance. As you give yourself a chance to be who you are and to have fun and to make many things better and better again, brighter, lighter, more fun, celebratory, vibrant. And I'm looking at the green plant. I thought it had like... <laughs> Chinese plant. I mean, many plants are Chinese uh, that we have. They had, have such vast, complex, different micro-ecological uh, communities. Yeah. And the US, Georgia, I also know, is with China, where those two areas that have such a vastness. Oh. Sorry, I have to bring it in, but there was a beautiful woman. I want to invite her to the show, too. She made a documentary. She's American, a singer, a biologist. She makes music with sound. Put it in the show notes, too, who she is. Of whales, of nature. And she really fights now for to keep the groves, the bracken marshes, or the... Oh. <laughs> no, I see the picture in front of me. The mangol groves like in, in you know in Louisiana or in, in, in Asia they're being destroyed too much and they, they keep this CO2 CO2 they they keep it in the ground like like many other trees and they keep it and if we tear it out it comes out of the soil then again or we destroy it to build a resort or homes these places are so important the between sweet and salt water. Yeah, so if you live in these areas, uh, take care and uh, get the knowledge of how you can improve your environment that comes to landscape architect through again <laughs> in me. Become communal. We were talking about when as you're so bright and you bring through your wisdom, other people will synchronize with it. And will go into their great wisdom, into their brilliance. Less destruction will be done. And that ripple effect. And it's like this string of lights I started talking about at the beginning. It goes, and then we're all weaving things together. And change comes. And that's needed now. So I invite you to bring yourself into the brilliance you are. So we bring other or you bring other people in the brilliance that they are 
and then we can heal the scars of our beautiful Mother Earth. She once, I remember on one of my channels, wanted to be called Star Sister. Yeah. So how do you get there? And here's a song for you. Coming to be more in your brilliance. To stay in there longer and longer and longer. Be in that higher vibration. Feel it within your body. 
this I do, the sparkles, the tingling, the uh, vibrancy, the movement, the vibration of cells, particles, atoms, neutrons, bosons, moving into its vibration and creating space, more space between it. Where it needs to be closer, it moves closer. So there's a beautiful interaction with each other. And that you shine more brighter now. <laughs> and people will see it. They will recognize that in you. They will speak to you. They will acknowledge it to you. So there's in a way you don't have to prove anything that can dissolve. That was a little bit hard on your shoulders. With a little weight on you that is lifting off because you get recognized as you recognize others. Ooh, beautiful, you know, the, the infinity eight. Beautiful. And then you create not only with yourself, you create with everything existing and bring beautiful things into fruition for yourself for your family, for your friends, for your community, your co-workers, the world, nature, and a beautiful planet. Thank you, thank you, thank you very much for being who you are, for taking the time to become more of what you are, and for having the courage to shine that out into the world with whatever you create and for inviting others. Thank you. I'm Mylene, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast. And once more, thank you to our sponsor, Magic Mind, who helps us through this to bring our brilliance also into the world. Have a wonderful time until we meet again. Bye-bye.